Apple has a new terms of service that they've just released in line with their new iPhone XS. Uh, just so you know, if you were wondering about getting the iPhone XS, I'm going to spoil it for you. The title XS kind of lets you know that the phone is excessive. It only has a bigger screen and the CPU is supposed to be 15% faster, which is marginal. And that's it. And oh yeah, it's like $1,500, which is insanity. So there's not really a good reason to buy it, except that, you know, Apple might turn around later and throttle older phones like they did before. And Samsung recently came out with a commercial kind of poking fun at that. Anyway, I got, I was going to download an app about uh, taking pictures of QR codes. And so I was going through the process to download it, and I got given this message from the Apple development group where they say, hey, we've got a new terms of service. you got to agree to it. Click OK. And now when I get these things, I kind of try to skim through and read them real quick so I'm not agreeing to something that, you know, I don't agree with. And if you haven't seen these new terms of service and you have an iPhone or you know someone who has an iPhone or an Apple device, they should take note. They've... Uh, there's some terms and conditions that you're agreeing to that you may have just skipped and clicked OK to and you you, you don't actually agree with. So the first page just has some, some general stuff on it. The second page caught my attention because it starts off, it tells you about uh, their Apple ID. They talk about their privacy policy, which actually they leave a link to on the mobile device. So it doesn't go into great detail on the mobile device. It says services and contents and usage rules. So it says about all services. It says that, it says all services. And the first thing it says under all services is you may use the services and content only for personal, non-commercial purposes, except as set forth in the App Store content section below. Uh, and below it just says that you don't have a waiver to copyright owners. Um, you can use the content on up from up to five different Apple IDs on each device. It's your responsibility for not losing or destroying or damaging the content that you download. You can't tamper or circumvent their services. And you can access their services only using Apple software. And you're not allowed to use a modified version of their software. So it's kind of weird. Software is kind of weird in that when they sell it to you and you buy it, like say you went and you bought a chair. And then when you bought the chair, there was an agreement that you cannot in any way modify this chair. So you want to add a pillow on the top of the cushion that's absolutely not allowed. You cannot do that to your chair. You would say, I don't own this chair. Who, the, who sells me a chair and tells me what I can't do with it? Now, I understand them saying you can't take our software and modify and resell it. But that's not kind of what they're saying here. But that's a lot of software and that's kind of beyond the point. It's just a strange thing that's allowed in software. The The other thing about it is that they're saying that you can't use it for commercial purposes. I'm often wondering, like, okay, so what about all these businesses that have an iPhone and they're, like, doing a selfie video promoting their stuff? I mean, there's a lot of people, a lot of businesses that use different devices for marketing their content, and it doesn't seem to list an exception on page two. When you go to page three... Don't see the exception either for that. Very, very interesting. It goes on to talk about using, you know, rental and information from iTunes and et cetera, et cetera, and subscriptions. Nothing about an exception for that. That's very, very interesting. I'm wondering, what are they going to do if a business is using 
their phones for make marketing content and making money and, and for a commercial use. Are they going to tell people with large businesses, hey, you got to get off our device. You can't use this anymore. I mean, go ahead. Kick them off. I mean, give a bigger gift to Android. <laughs> like, seriously, go ahead and do that. That would be the best thing that ever happened to them. Uh, make it to where no businesses want to use your stuff. By the way, they've ticked off a lot of young people, so I'm, I'm interested to see how they continue to destroy that market. They're into the censoring thing, which isn't cool with the younger generation. I'm, I'm just curious to, you know, like, what do you want to do? Are they do, self-destruct? Do you want to kill your market? I mean, an interesting thing is on page four, they talk about your submission to our services. It's C. It's letter C of Apple Media Services Terms and Conditions. Page four is what I have content and service availability and it says under non-apple devices and then later it says see your submission to our services and it has submission guidelines this is a submission of content so you're submitting pictures uh, videos podcasts etc it says you may not use our services to it says apple may monitor and decide to remove or edit any submitted material oh by the way i should put this uh first it says about uh, it says, our services may allow you to submit materials such as comments, pictures, videos, and podcasts, including associated metadata and artwork. And then you have to comply with the sub- submission guidelines below with those things that you submit. And it says, you hereby grant Apple a worldwide, royalty-free, perpetual, non-exclusive license to use the materials you submit within the services and related marketing and Apple internal purposes. So, like, if you have something and you have it on iTunes, you may be, like, thinking right about now, maybe I don't want to be on iTunes because Apple has complete royalty-free access use forever of your content. They own your content. So, if it's on iTunes, it's no longer exclusively yours. It's Apple's. So, it says that um, Apple may monitor and decide to remove or edit any submitted material uh, this may be in light of the Alex Jones debacle. You Submission guidelines, you may not use the services to, you know, it's like stuff like post material that you don't have permission to, a right to license to use. Okay, understandable. Post objectionable, offensive, unlawful, okay, fair, deceptive or harmful content. Now, here's the interesting thing. Objective, offensive, deceptive or harmful Who's deciding what four or five of these terms mean? Because objective to me means something different than objective to you or objective to some third party that we don't know about, which in this case would be Apple. Offensive, uh, objectionable, I should say, objectionable or offensive. Those all means different things to different groups of people, whoever you're asking, to different individuals. You can get a group and, a diff- and individuals within that same group will disagree about what is offensive. What What is offensive? <laughs> Like, that's a very broad term. I've used the term offensive jokingly, jokingly when I was in college, just because it was funny, and I just didn't think that people would really take it. I, I haven't been out of college that long. I didn't think people would take it to an extreme that they've now taken it to. You know, I was like, something might be offensive to me, but I don't want you to stop talking just because it offends me. I'll just ignore you. But offensive and objectionable. So... <laughs> That's their nice way of saying, we may do what we did to Alex Jones to you if we decide that we don't like what you're saying. And that's in their uh, terms of service. Uh, They also say, request personal information from a minor. 
this is a very interesting thing because what do they mean? Like if you intentionally or unintentionally and, and by that, I mean like what if a kid tries to subscribe to something you're doing, they put their name and their email, you ask, Hey, are you over 18? They click it. Uh, and they're not, or is that now a requirement 13 years of age and older? You, you kind of wonder about that. Like what, what are the rules? Like what, how do you make sure what, what policies you have to go through to make sure that you don't offend that policy? Uh, doesn't say what's what is offensive what is objectionable uh, what is deceitful what what are all those things mean doesn't say it's funny under their family sharing rule they say that you can only belong to one family you know at, at a time and I just thought to myself isn't that kind of offensive like can't someone have a parent or family and then there's a divorce and so they technically have this other family that's kind of offensive apple it's not anything that I have a problem specifically with. I understand that they're trying to keep people from sharing stuff and getting like whole large groups of people uh, stuff for free and, and that kind of stuff. Like uh, probably working around iTunes and the subscription services they have trying to keep uh, basically people fraudulently accessing their material without them getting paid. But I just felt that the wording and the way they use that, that could be offensive to someone. By the way, the last few pages just go into some of their stuff like Apple Books and Apple Music, which I, I don't use. And uh, then they go on to talk about how they're not liable for anything that happens to you. So they're not liable for anything. They own all your stuff. Uh, you can't use any of their things to make money. And oh, what else was I missing? Oh, by the way, uh, your app data, which they go through to say, and all the information on your phone and different stuff like that can be accessed and used by pretty much anybody else. But don't you dare try to get information from anybody else with these apps. Uh, if it's if it turns out to be a minor, we're coming at you. How do you make sure that you don't do that? Or what is the ways that you comply to show that you, you know, didn't try to access a minor? We don't put what is objectionable. We're not going to say. We're just going to kick you. That is a new licensing agreement. I had an iPhone before this current iPhone that I have, the SE. I think it was the 5. So I had the 5, and then I finally killed it. It took a lot of effort, but I finally drowned it. And then, um, and it wasn't on purpose, but it, it lived a hard life. Then I had the, got this SE, and I must tell you, I had an experience, because I didn't go straight from the iPhone 5 to the SE. I had an iPhone, and then I, I went to a back phone I had, which was an Android. Now I'm back on the iPhone, and it has not been a pleasurable experience. When I had an iPhone before, it was a very pleasurable experience. I felt that they were making the product for me. Now I feel like iPhone has made the product for them. They are their customer and I am supposed to shut up and listen and do whatever they say. It has not been a pleasurable experience and it's unfortunate because if it had continued to be a pleasurable experience, oh you better believe my next computer would have been a Mac. Um, I bought my husband a, a tablet that was a Mac. I mean um, Mac, Apple I guess is technically the word that I should use. It was an Apple tablet. It was like the highest end one they have. I got that for, I think, our anniversary or something like that. So I guess I should remember that. But anyways, the idea being that I liked their products when it was made for me and they cared about what I wanted, but it doesn't sound like they care about what I want. They It seems like they, and, and I don't mean me just individually. I mean their customers as a whole. It doesn't seem like, and you know, people who hate Apple will always love that hate Apple. They're a brand that people love to hate. Um, and that's fine. And, and people can have their different reasons for why. And, um, you know, I don't want to get into the whole specifics of when you're making a brand and you're not, oh, what is Samsung stock in us dollars is really, really big. It's much bigger than Apple. You, you have to, you have to pick the particular sector of the market that you are going to target. 
And so that kind of means that you decide that you're not going to try to be everything to everybody. Um, you can try to grow out to there, to trying to be that, but you, you can't start there. And so I understand that. There, there's If you're doing anything in life and you're doing it really good, you're going to offend some people because I, I don't care what you do. If you go to work and you come to work and you start working and you stay focused and you produce a lot, there are going to be people that hate you because you're not hanging out enough with everyone. And if you're a really hard worker, you've already experienced this, you already know that happens. And if you kind of slouch one day, you're moving a little slower, you start talking to people at the water cooler, there are going to be people that hate you because you're not working hard and they're working really hard and you're not. You know, we, we all know what I'm talking about. If you, you have a job, you've done it, you've experienced this. But what I'm saying is you don't try to be all things to all people. You have a particular market in place. You have a particular niche you're running after. You're trying to close in on that sector. I don't think that Apple makes products anymore for that sector. That does not seem to be their focus anymore. I could be wrong. Some stuff could come around the corner. They could change around. I just, I noticed they haven't. And um, there's a particular name nobody wants to say. I'm going to say it. Warren Buffett, when he buys companies, they change. You know, I look at Warren's Berkshire Hathaway. It's like 20% is an Apple. And I just think, would Jobs have ever allowed... Berkshire Hathaway to buy up as much of Apple as they have? I don't think so. By the way, the new tariffs that are going into place, they uh, they don't... Apple has an exclusion on them. So when other companies are having to produce a product and they're having to compete, and of course price is a competing value, their product is going to cost more to make because they're having to pay tariffs, and thankfully, Apple doesn't have to pay them. I wonder what Alex Jones is thinking right now. Like, he gets banned and kicked off. He didn't just get banned by, like, iTunes. They won't even allow his app. If you go on the Apple uh, store, I was about to call it the Apple Play Store, but that's Google. So Google Play Store. I might have offended some Apple fans. If you go to the Apple Store to get the apps, like, on their on the, the Apple Store software, the uh, the App Store... You can't, you, when you look up Alex Jones, it doesn't even come up. It's not because he doesn't have an app. It's because they removed his app. So it was like, they, this is like deplatforming to the most extreme degree. He's not even allowed to have an app on the app store, on the Apple apps, iTunes store, whatever you want to call it. He's not allowed to have an app on there anymore. So he's already removed from iTunes and then his app isn't even allowed on there. And then... You know, who I think Alex Jones is a pretty loud supporter for Trump. So then Trump follows with a huge pardon for Apple on their products for tariffs. Absolutely insane. As By the way, that is crony capitalism. People will say, oh, capitalism doesn't work. Well, yeah, it doesn't work when everyone doesn't have to play by the same rules. When everyone else is having to pay this big tariff and you're a small business and you happen to have stuff that's made in China and it's happening to be shipped here and all of your products are going to be more expensive. Oh, but then, you know, Apple, which by the way, became a trillion dollar company, doesn't have to play by the same rules because uh, why? Be, because they're a trillion dollar company because they can't afford it? I, you know, uh, because they don't have any, many, you know, someone might be like, well, they manufacture everything over. No, they don't. They have a, they, they make stuff in Austin, Texas. So they don't have to play by the same rules. I think they make their most expensive MacBook in, in Austin, Texas. So they don't have to play by the same rules. Mm, interesting. Interesting. And and by the way, now, don't make anything objectionable. I'm sure what I'm saying right now is objectionable. Uh, uh, but, you know, when it comes time to buy another phone, I don't think it will be an Apple. And that's unfortunate because it used to have a really nice experience. And I will say, I don't... I wish... I wish... Uh, 
Linus, the guy who made Linux, I wish he'd make an, an uh, operating system for smartphones. Oh my goodness, because I would be... I would not only buy the phone that his operating system was on, I'd also work really hard making apps for <laughs> that phone because, I mean, you have Google, Android, and we already know what's going on with Google. That's been a point of contention for a, quite a bit of time. And then your only other option is Apple. And it doesn't feel like you have, any, have very many options. And that's because you don't. You have two. And they both kind of suck right now. Thank you so much for listening. You Don't forget to go to the website I've been working really hard on. It's politicallyuncomfortable.com. Politicallyuncomfortable.com. And subscribe to the podcast. We can get it regularly and updated. Um, I'm probably going to move where I post my podcast. So that's the way you can make sure that you always get the newest podcast. I'm also going to be adding a blog. So if, you can't, if you're somewhere and you can't listen, you'll be able to read what I'm talking about or at least get a gist of what's going on at politicallyuncomfortable.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next time.